I'm a blesser. The chill zone it is. SAFM and leading the conversation. It's a Friday and the conversations are light, exciting, inspiring, fruitful, uh, whatever you want to call it. But you would really definitely will walk away with something. This I can I can guarantee. I can guarantee. So um, talking about Lily, Lily Lumpa, it's an award winning waste management education enterprise. It creates homeware through process of ups, um, upcycling uh, discarded waste, transforming it into desirable products that complement your home interior decorating. And the items range from small storage holders to tabletop accessories, uh, deco to small furniture. All materials are carefully sourced from waste and sustainably uh, reimagined as beautiful, yet purposeful and these products are absolutely amazing eco-friendly handcrafted 100 percent south african and each lily lumpa piece uh once trash is now a meaningful piece and of course uh, the guest this is the brainchild uh, uh, behind this exciting idea liesel uh, node uh, owner and co-founder good evening and welcome to the children on safm Hi, Bertha. Thank you so much for having me on this um, newest public holiday in South Africa. I totally <laughs> forgot that the president gave us a holiday. It's Uncle Cyril's day. Oh, Uncle Cyril, he's just too sweet. But, you know, for you and I, business as usual. Work, work. <laughs> business as usual. Thank you for having me. No, you are welcome. So you came up with a product that is a game changer. And the history behind it, I was just going through some of the pointers of the history behind it where uh, it's, you started trading in 2016. Can you unpack what triggered you to start this business? Okay, so it's a bit of a long story, but I'll try to just um, sum it up. Um, it, it started because of adversity. Um, South Africans are known for being the most resourceful people on the planet. Um, and you, you, and we usually come up with ideas when we are stuck and when we are going through, you know, adversity. So in our case, um, Lily Lumpa started in 2004 as a jewelry company because in 2003, when I was married for five months, I unfortunately had an accident where I fell from the stairs. I nearly broke my back, uh, so I was in bed for a few weeks. And I started making jewelry. And when I went back to work, um, you know, the orders started coming in. So initially it was a jewelry company. Then fast forward a few years um, later, my husband and I um, started businesses when we were very young. Um, but we made some grave mistakes. And we had a bad investment um, that went, or an investment that went sour. And that catapulted us into a series of financial disasters. <laughs> um, so here we were in this whirlwind. Uh, I would say it was about a decade of just um, loss after loss, losing all our homes, our cars, our material possessions. So we were in this, um, and I call it a whirlwind, but it was a whirlwind, it was a roller coaster. It was just... It was just so difficult. But through all of this, we, we physically moved a lot. We moved from home to home. 
as we were making our way through this crisis with our young children. And I've always had this creative side where I wanted to decorate my home, but I never had the budget. So I would uh, literally look outside at this new house, um, at this space, what is available in the backyard, what is available in the cupboards that the previous um, owners or um, tenant left behind. So I started unknowingly training myself to look at materials in a different way. And I started um, applying them in a different um, application. So we would need tables um, or lamps or whatever because our home was burgled a few times. So that is sort of the thought pattern of how it started. It wasn't initially a business. It was my hobby. I just enjoyed beautifying my home with trash. (laughs) Um, And eventually... um, you know, I I started this business. Mm. You know, one businessman actually said, and, and, and he said he's a top businessman, a billionaire, said that once you start doing something that you thoroughly enjoy without any expectation of mm. financial uh, gains from it, that is when you start making money. Oh, <laughs> and I, I thought that was so profound because I'm still I'm still searching somewhere somehow. <laughs> Yeah, for for some people it comes immediate, but for some of us, we still have to work hard at it. it. Uh, In our case, upcycling in in South Africa is still relatively unknown. Most people don't understand what it is. So in our case, we um, have to run our business as well as educate the public on the side so that they understand what the product is about. Mm. Um, so it is an educational process as well. So the money, we still haven't seen all that money that he was talking about. <laughs> but but slowly but surely, we are growing. We are growing year upon year. Um, but we are committed to the work that we do because we believe that we have been called. Um, and all of us, you know, we are stewards um, of the earth of your home, of the areas where we move, and we need to be more aware of our daily actions and our habits. And that is um, why we um, are very active on social media and we try and educate the public on you know, the possibilities of waste because there are a lot of possibilities and opportunities and it excites me extremely. Yeah. We're just going to take a small break, Lizzo, as 20 minutes after 8. And when we get back, maybe uh, just break down or analyze for me or give me a definition of um, up, up, uh, upcy- uh, is it upcycling, one, and two, uh, you know, how then... Well, I suppose an injection of of funds was never necessary because you were, you know, upcycling. But anyway, when we get back, just give me a bit of a definition of what it really is. Let's take a small break and we'll be back. The Chill Zone with Bertha Charuma. South African craft and what an an amazing um, upcycled homeware that um, um uh, Liesl started. I'm talking about Liesl Norde, whom I'm having a conversation with. Uh, the Lily Lumpa upcycled homeware, and it all started just from just being creative, and boom, it has become a major, major business. Liesl, welcome back. Now, I was just asking you earlier on before we took a break to just maybe elaborate what what is upcycling. Okay, so we are all familiar with recycling. So yes. we all 
uh, separate our waste and we put it in specific bags, depending on which municipality we live in. We put it on the curb, on the pavement, and they collect it. And then most of us don't know what happens to it. Um, and so what happens to the recycling is it goes to a facility and if it's a glass bottle, it will be crushed again and it will be made into a glass bottle again. Plastic will be made into a plastic item again. With upcycling, we are saying we take the item and we manipulate it in such a way that it becomes a usable item in a different form again. So, you know, the, the typical upcycling project, if you type in upcycling in Google now, you'll find pallet furniture, things like that. Uh, in our case, we try and take it a little bit further and add some design flair to it and make it usable and practical and, and, and something that you want to brag about, something that you want to have on the table and you want to say, guys, did you know this used to be a wine bottle from the bin and now it's for instance, a cheese platter. And in that way, our clients also become ambassadors for upcycling and for reinventing waste in a, in a different form again. And that, that's quite exciting. Mm. And to anyone who's listening, uh, the reason why we're having this conversation, uh, sometimes, you know, we, we undermine uh, the importance of sharing such information already. Uh, you've send your second order to Germany. You've won numerous awards for the work that you've done. And for me, once you've tapped into the international market, it means you are onto something really, really big. And uh, are we expecting other countries to be making orders, if not already? Yeah, so we uh, finally became um, export ready this year. Um, so we've now got our export license. And the plan was always to start exporting because um, usually our clients, our biggest clients over here are the international tourists. So we've also started a new range as of late uh, where we do small items like key rings and um, coasters and earrings. And these are all made with plastic that have been repurposed. And usually, you know, you don't need to explain to a German um, about the importance of upcycling because they are, um, you know, they do it on a daily basis in, in Germany. So it's always been our plan. And one of the other very important um, aspects for us is to keep our products practical and small and um, flat packable so that they can go in a tourist um, suitcase. Um, so with a, in, in fact, uh, very interestingly, um, this, use, this was so Pre-COVID, the international tourist was my main client. Then COVID happened, and then there was a, a switch that was unplanned where South Africans started noticing my items. But I think it's because everyone was at home and they could, you know, on, on the screens and on, on their phones, and they, they picked us up. And then the locals started appreciating and started ordering. So now we've got a good mix of, of, of both. Um, but I still have a lot of ideas of items that we would like to start exporting um, in the new year. Mm. And where can we find your products? And do you also have a site? We do have an online site. It's uh, Um And then we have our products are on Table Mountain, um, at the VNA Waterfront, at Exclusive Books, at Cape Town Airport, at Kirsten Bosch Shop. 
um, that's predominantly in the Western Cape at the moment. Um, but we do have a national or our, our website um, services all over South Africa. Lizel, what an inspiration. Thank you so much for making time and sharing such a, a great, you know, great work that you're doing. And hopefully next time when we're talking to you, you know, you'll be amongst those that are regarded as a top businessmen or top creators of amazing, beautiful items that you can find in the world. Thank you so much for joining us on The Chill Zone. Pleasure. Thank you so much, Bertha. And bye for now. That's Liesl Nodé, owner and co-founder of uh, Lily Lumpa Upcycled Homeware. And also just, you know, they have really, they've got so many accolades um, and world's first Africa-shaped uh, lap desk. They've created that. Uh, they launched a traveling lap desk campaign in 2021. Well, Mail and Guardian, sustainable, they became the design winner for 2021, launched first showroom in PAL in 2021, and of course, a proudly South Africa status in 2022. And um, I mean, they delivered their second international order, which I spoke about to Germany, that was in 2022. And top five finalists, VNA Waterfront Plastics Innovation and um, Secular Secularity Challenge. Look, the accolades are endless. What an amazing, amazing game changer. And these are some of, you know, the good news that we ought to share instead of whining and complaining that this is not being delivered, this is not being done. And we just grab the bull by the horns, do what needs to be done, and we make our own our own country work but anyway that's me and you hoping we'll also be part of that still to come south african legends stimela the band uh sem Lovu, the uh the vocals jabu sibumbe uh, also co-founder and we'll be chatting to them in just a few minutes